What no. you're talking about is something that is an appetizer, but not everything you're talking about. I'm sorry. No, they no, are no. all appetizers, but not all appetizers <laughs> are what are I'm these. talking about. Yes. yes. We, <laughs> we got there. It took me a minute. Okay. okay. So... Good afternoon, good morning, and, <laughs> and good, good night. night for all of your needs. Uh, Any time of day is the correct time to listen to this podcast. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's dive in. Who are we? We're, we're, I'm Quinn. I'm Renee. And this is your next obsession. Hells yeah, it is. Welcome back for all of our listeners who I'm sure are listening to this again uh, multiple times. You came episode. back for more and good for you. And we love you for it. <laughs> uh, so this time, Renee is going to be telling us about her obsession Yes. Which is... Okay. The frustrating thing about this obsession is that there isn't just, like, a succinct way to describe it. Mm. Most of my obsessions are food-related, mm-hmm. as you all will come to know and love. Mm-hmm. But this food is specifically... It, it, it has to fall into some specific categories. It has to be handheld. Okay. It has to come in a serving size, like a reasonable serving size between two and ten. People. Servings. Not two and ten people. I mean, like, could serve between two. No. No. Okay. Two and (laughs) ten. I'm saying you individually could could eat between two two and ten. Understood. Great. But eating fewer or more would be strange. Okay. And if you ate enough of them, it could be a meal. Okay. Now, let me tell you why these specifications are important. Mm -hmm. Because mostly it's like a a shareable food, I think is really what I mean. But I'm not talking about like a plate of fries or a veggie platter, Mm -hmm. both of which I love. Right. But that's not what you're obsessed with. No, no, no. That is not what I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with very specifically small, handheld, kind of like appetizer food. Okay. But I, I'm hesitant to say appetizer. Right. Because that can encompass like dips, like dip is an appetizer. But that's not what we're talking about. And also like you could have an appetizer salad. True. But that isn't so uh, it's a not quintessentially just, shareable it's, food. You're ta- not talking about just anything that can come before an entree, because that's what an appetizer is. Exactly. I feel no, like- no, 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 no. I think what what is important to discuss here is, I think there are three specific occasions mm-hmm. that one would find these specific types of foods that I am obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And then, here's the kicker, here's why you should stay and listen for the whole thing, is mm-hmm. there's one specific food okay. that I am wholeheartedly obsessed with Okay, that is, I think the quintessential image of this kind of food. And I will reveal that (laughs) at the end. Renee is all about, (laughs) like, portioning out the suspense. It's really true. As one would portion out a small small handheld shareable (laughs) food. So these are the events. And I think really maybe part of why I'm obsessed with this kind of food is because I just enjoy the events that you would find them at. Okay, great. So the first one would be, like, a bar type setting. Okay. Fine. Where you're with some buds. It's happy hour. Exactly. It's happy hour. Maybe there's a game on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you haven't seen each other in a while. And instead of each of you like getting a meal, you each get an app and then share. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's that I like events where there isn't a main meal. It's yeah. mostly it's just like a lot of little things. It's a little more casual. You're not committing to a full entree. And you get to and you get a variety yeah. of foods. Right. You so, don't need to pick it. So it's like a tasting menu a little bit. Exactly. So for example, at a bar type setting, one would find 
like chicken wings. Love chicken wings. I don't know why I started with that because I think chicken wings really walks the line. That I was gonna say, it seems like it's on the cutting edge. It, it's it's on the cusp, but be, I definitely yeah. think it falls in the between two and ten. See, that's the thing situation. is it falls between two and ten where. Right, if like you just chips had one, and dip does not. Yeah, like if you just had one chicken wing, like fuck you, who are you? Exactly. Like and if you had ten, it's life. like oh, you were hungry. If, but if you had like eleven or twelve, it'd be like whoa. It'd be like that's a lot that's of heavy. chicken wings. That's a lot of. Chicken wings. Um, but also chicken wings. I feel like of all of those foods that I will mention <laughs> in a moment, okay, is the most meal like. Like sure. you could, in theory, because it's meaty. Order it is literally meaty, saucy. Okay, Quinn. Okay, <laughs> just describing <laughs> chicken wings now. <laughs> Um, other things that you could find in that kind of situation. Sliders. Mm-hmm. Sli- I'm a yeah. big fan of sliders. We know. Yes. I love a slider. Again, kind of on the cusp because a slider, it's a little bigger. It is definitely handheld. Right. Definitely handheld. But it doesn't really fall into like the one or two bite category. Not one or two. Well, I like guess it depends. Five. I feel like there's a lot of variety in terms of slider size and dimension. Depending really on where true. you go. It is true. But the thing I love about sliders is like you you don't have to commit to a full burger. Right. Which I do love. Mm-hmm. But you get like three different kinds. Yes. You can have like a chicken burger, mm-hmm. a real burger, mm-hmm. uh, a brisket, like a little brisket slider. Oh. I'm a big fan of oh. a pulled brisket slider. Um, I, I don't know that I'm obsessed with sliders, but one thing I do really appreciate about them is when they come with a little toothpick sticking out of the top. I enjoy that. Do we think toothpicks are a criterion? Toothpicks will come in to a different event (laughs) that includes tiny, shareable, bite-sized food. Okay, wonderful. Um, And the thing that I do, here's the thing. Of the events where one would have this kind of food, that is perhaps, though, the most stressful for me Mm. because of the, like, splitting the bill. Yeah. I do not love that. tab is it on? Because also, I mean, that is a pain in the butt mm-hmm. regardless, like if mm-hmm. it's a full meal and everybody got entrees, but yeah. it's also a pain in the butt when it's like, oh my God, Ryan, you ate 15 of those things. Like you should really pay for that. But it's like, oh, awkward. Are we just all splitting everything? Yeah. I, don't I understand that. that. Yeah. That's when sharing becomes hard. It is true. It is true. Because otherwise I, I'm a big fan of sharing, but I want everyone to get their, their fair. Yeah. Amount. You want it to be fair. Of wings. You want everyone to get their fair share. So that is also fun because, you know, you're out. I would have a hard cider. Mm-hmm. I would probably have a beer oh, or God. a glass of wine. Shoot yourself. <laughs> um, but I hate beer. I hate it so much. Okay, so that's like one event. I do enjoy it. Definitely not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, the second two events. Okay. Or the last two. Whatever. I don't know. So the second kind of event is is anything that would happen in the home. So like a dinner party. So we're talking dinner party. We're talking um, game night. Game night. Housewarming. Do we think those are kinds of dinner parties or is game night not a dinner party? Because you don't necessarily have to have dinner if it's game night. It's true. You don't have to. And game night, I feel like, implies a chip and dip. Whereas Mm -hmm. a housewarming. Right. More of a tray pass. Exactly. There would be maybe not hiring a tray passer. But there are trays. There would be a table of apps. And there would be no expectation that later on you would be eating dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. Do deviled eggs fall into this So category? deviled eggs mm-hmm. are amazing. <laughs> they are. They're, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I love them. I hate hard-boiled eggs. I like deviled eggs. Interesting. I'm full of contradictions. <laughs> no, but I get, they, they're texturally different. They are, with That's a creamed fair. yolk. Yeah. So at a housewarming, mm-hmm. we would find 
a deviled egg. Mm -hmm. Great example. Um, And then this is where toothpick food really comes in to play. Because I recently went to a house... See, not a house party, but a party at a house. Got it. To clarify. Mm -hmm. um, Where they had mozzarella, basil, and a tomato on a toothpick. On individual individual toothpicks. toothpicks. And I was like, that is good because it is handheld. Yeah. It is shareable. Two and ten. It kind of could be a meal. Like, you could eat enough cheese and tomato. tomato. I I agree. Like, it's substantial. Right. It's not a carrot stick. That's really just like a mini version of a caprese salad, which is an appetizer. And a meal, yes. If you're just feeling light, you could just have that as a meal. Absolutely. Um, and and what I, I do love about those two is that the app table always provides an escape for if you don't totally. know enough Absolutely. people at said event. If you are accompanying a significant other to said event and, and they're talking to people and you don't feel included in the conversation, you can be like, let me get you some more little snackies. Exactly. You do the little like light back touch where you're like, I'll be right back. Mid and you back. just like it's not a low back it's a it's mid a mid back because it's a mid back uh, touch we'll have a conversation the about the low back touch. touch it's when for me it's like let's get the fuck out of here yeah the like, low back touch is like go. we gots to go yeah um but yeah yeah it's it's a really it's a graceful way mm-hmm. to exit a conversation yeah and come back in take a minute refresh exactly think of a new conversation starter yeah it's whatever. also something to talk about yeah it's the food i also find that at parties like that i never eat enough before I go so I'm always like fucking starving well that's the thing is I plan for that to be my meal because mm. again as I said before the thing that I really love about these small appetizer few bite foods is the fact that you get to have a meal of so many different kinds of foods yeah you get to try a lot you can go all over the world it's true you in, can on one plate yeah all different seasons on one plate it's true our latkes consider this because I, I mean they're a little I have seen that it depends on how they make them but they are sometimes a little bit too greasy to necessarily like pick them up and eat them so here's the thing not only are they sometimes too greasy which mm. excuse me is how they should be yeah sometimes I generally eat my latkes with a fork and knife because you want all you the want sauce. exactly you want the sour cream you want the applesauce so mm. yes you could you, you could, could theoretically put it on top and eat it like a cracker I don't know that I've ever seen I mean I guess the antidote to that, yes. instead of eating it like cracker, I've, I've never seen anyone do this, and it might be heresy, dipping. A dip. That would be interesting. The thing is, I... Mm, but then still, I don't know. greasy. And what if yeah. a little bit of the potato falls apart in the in what you're dipping it in, and then this is That a is a classic already. conundrum I'm, with the latke. Yeah, I'm already stressing out about this right. latke situation. <laughs> um, Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. But latkes could be a meal. So that, again... Yeah. I think really what we're discovering in this episode mm-hmm. is all of the things that are on the fence but, of which there but are. But we know many. what definitely does not belong. Yes. So other things that happen at that meal. The interesting thing is that the toothpick is a workaround for the handheld. Because I've also been to housewarmings that have like loose meatballs. Like in a, in a bowl. And you're just supposed to pick them with your hand? No, there's like a serving instrument. But then you're, how are you supposed to eat it? But also, like, how hard is it to take a toothpick and stick it in a meatball? Like, how hard is that as a host? I think the thing is they were keeping them warm. It was keeping them warm in a, like, crock pot situation. I was fine with it. I liked it. But again, that is walking the line because unless there were toothpicks, it's not a handheld food. Yeah. It's so true. Maybe part of the criteria is you have to be able to hold it with your hand, the mm. physical food. Right. I think that is it. In be- order to eat it. Because I would not consider like a like a cup full of something 
to be a handheld food. Right. So like, like if a you were granola. Right. A granola or ceviche. I've seen that. Like a yes. little cup of ceviche. But if the ceviche was on like a little crispy tortilla. Yes. Or it was that, in like a tortilla cup. Right. Then yes. that would count. That would absolutely That's count. really interesting. I think what we are coming to realize is that we should open a catering business. Yeah. It would be great. what we've learned. We would crush it. Can I say, I guess because you talked about meatballs and it made me think of round-shaped foods of this variety, and that made me think of my favorite kind of shareable handheld food that can also be a meal. It's those little arancini balls where it's like oh, where it's the, Italian yeah, yeah, rice yeah, 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 and yeah. cheese, and then it's breaded. Yeah, that shit's good. Fried. I that feel like amazing. this is a great segue mm. into the last kind of event. Wonderful. Which is my favorite kind of event. Great. Which is... A gala. Oh, everybody loves a gala. <laughs> Who doesn't love a gala? <laughs> I sound very pretentious when I say I have been to many a gala. Yeah. In my in my young age right. and but having no money. doesn't also mean like expensive. Like my mom, who you'll meet, guys. One of them. I have two. One of my moms. We'll unpack that later. <laughs> we will. One of my moms uh, is on the board of a Shakespeare company in San Francisco where we're from. And they have a gala, but it's like pretty casual. It is like in a nicer building, but like it's a it's a it's a big room. It's not super fancy. People are like from the community. Okay, I would it's not, not consider super that a gala. Oh. They call it a gala. Um, okay, there's well, a backdrop in front of which to take pictures. Okay, well, if there is a step and repeat, that is definitely something on the way to a gala. Okay. No. We're working towards it. <laughs> it's a gala. Uh-huh. It's a wedding, mm. a bar mitzvah party. Mm-hmm. It's any kind of like black tie event okay. where they can afford tray passers. Right. And those are really the only three events I can think of right now. A quinceanera, perhaps. I've yeah. never been to one, but. I think it depends. It again, depends on depends on the family, but yeah. Well, of course. Like, I did not have past apps in my bat mitzvah. I recall. That is. I, I do not recall there being fancy. past apps. No, 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 no. But. And I think this one is my favorite because it's just my favorite event. Okay. That happens to have very fancy, tiny bite-sized food. You give me a turkey bacon wrapped date. <laughs> and if you want to get fancy Sorry, with a- we should clarify. Uh, the reason it's not regular bacon wrapped date is that Renee is kosher. She's yes. Jewish and she keeps the kosher. Keeps up the kosher, as so. I like to say. Um, and what's real fancy uh-huh. is when it's stuffed- with a, oh. with a with a smoky almond. Oh, I don't know if you've ever had that no. particular combo. I've never had but the it pleasure. Is, may I say to die for? That sounds heavenly. especially if there's a little drizzle of like a honey, honey? sauce. <laughs> that sounds real. You'd good. think it would be too sweet with the date, but the but the bacon, but the bacon and the roast. It has to specifically be like a smoky almond, almond yeah. to to supplement the fact that it is turkey bacon and not real bacon. Right, because the bacon is very salty, and then if the yeah. almond is also salty, and also like you get that richness from the mm-hmm. almond. But I also love that. I mean, I've never had it, but I would anticipate <laughs> the variety of textures. Right, that's what I was going to say. The variety of textures is astounding. Well, really pleasing. It's because you get the crunch of the almond, which you mm. you would think would be startling. <laughs> you would. You would right. think that after all, all like the mush... Someone would bite it and be like, oh, is this a pitted olive? The other thing I love about a past app mm. is when it has a little card on it that tells, tells you what, what it, it is. is. Yeah, because not all of us are as versed in the tiny, shareable, crunchy, yummy apps. It's true. I mean, I am... I was going to say I'm no expert, but, but that's really not are. true. But we know this is So what I also love about like a past app at a black tie event mm-hmm. is that... Most of the people there are trying 
to be fancy and impressive. And most of the people are juggling, having a conversation, holding a drink, holding a plate, and also wanting to take food off of the tray pass and onto their little See, plate. that is the challenge. Here's the, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to have all the fancy app food while everyone else is like, no, my dress. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I am here for this expensive ass food. Yeah, obviously. And like, don't really want to make conversation anyway. Mm. So here we are. Eating. And here's the other thing is if you don't have a conversation, you take it off the tray, put it straight into your mouth, and you skip the whole plate business. Ah, I see. You are straight... Tray to mouth, no yeah, plate. Yeah. I don't. I don't need no middleman. Yeah, you cut out the middleman in this. <laughs> but what is situation. also fun about these things are are the tiny are the tiny sandwiches. Oh. And here's the thing. I mean, granted, most of the galas and bar mitzvahs and weddings I have been to have been of the Jewish variety. Uh-huh. So there was always some kind of smoked salmon element. Well, who doesn't <laughs> love smoked salmon? I mean, shame on you if you don't love it because yeah. it's delicious. With a little creme fraiche on like. A little toasted bread. Some chives. A little bit of chives. Maybe a a single caper, mm, perhaps. Mm-hmm, yep. Would like going to a tea, like a high tea Interesting, interesting. Because you have like biscuit. It's not... But, eh, hmm, because... Because hmm. they have the tiny sandwiches. That is handheld. It I is. feel like that does Shareable, fit. handheld. But Could is that be a more meal. of a meal? Because like a biscuit at a high tea. No, no. That does not count. That does not count. Okay. Absolutely not. Um, but. No, we sound so bougie. There is, um, for those of you from San Francisco, you'll know Lovejoy's Tea Room is a must, Ben, is a must attend thing. That's the only one I'm talking about. I have not yet been to a tea room in Los Angeles. I haven't either. We should go. It's definitely like a special occasion type thing. It's way more expensive than you want it to be. Yeah. Hence the special occasion. (laughs) Exactly. But also you could get dressed up. So those I think are the three main occasions. I think we've discussed types of food at each, types of food that you could see at each mm-hmm. that do not qualify. Yeah. I feel like I have a clear idea of what... Of what my obsession is. Yes. And here we go. My favorite food that I crave constantly, I never do not want, mm. on Super Bowl Sunday, circa 2018, uh-huh. went to three different grocery stores to find. <laughs> yes, I did. And it is the mini quiche. Oh, yes. I should have known. The mini quiche is is magical. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love I love a regular quiche. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I do. I've made a few in my day. Mm-hmm. I love it. The mini quiche, though, I think is, dare I say, better than a regular quiche. Here's what I'll say just off the bat. Please do. Mini quiche, harder to fuck up, I think. Because the issue with hmm. a regular sized quiche, I feel like, is people don't cook it all the way and in then the, the middle, middle and yeah, they yeah, get yeah. a soggy bottom. Right. Smaller cup, you know, better. Less surface area. Yes, less surface area and better crispy on the bottom and like nice, yes. easier to cook well on the inside. So I have never myself made a mini quiche because I do not know how to find a tiny baking pan for said that quiche. Sir Latelle or okay, Target. Whatever. <laughs> um, but the thing about the mini quiche mm-hmm. is that. when it's warm Mm. and flaky and buttery Mm -hmm. and i think that the ratio of crush (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited you're slurring she's drunk on i am drunk on love i think the ratio of crust to filling Mm. of the mini quiche Mm -hmm. is way better than than regular yes i honestly i agree because the best part of well one of the best parts of the quiche but i am a i'm a big pastry fan yes so the crispy buttery thing 
I think is better. And I agree because it sur- completely surrounds the egg custard. Exactly. And you can eat it in one bite. You could eat enough for it to be a meal. It is definitely shareable. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. I think now... Bear with me here. I do think that it transcends occasion. It would be hard, but I think you could, and I don't think anybody would be, like, aghast Mm -hmm. if you found a mini quiche on a menu at, like, a bar. True. You could definitely bring it to, like, a housewarming party. Absolutely. As I said, Super Bowl party, that's where I was bringing mine to. You would be the the most popular person. Yes, and then absolutely looks, looks stunning on a past tray. They're yeah. cute, they're small, you they're can easy, they're infinite, elegant. Infinite ways you can arrange them on the tray. Just like a circle. Mm-hmm. You could make like a tower of quiche. <laughs> like, a, like a crook on bush Definitely. of quiche. <laughs> I think that's what I want Such at my a wedding. Niche reference. <laughs> at, my, at my wedding, I do not want a wedding cake. I want a, a mini quiche crook on bush. <laughs> make that happen. Note it right now. That is... I would like to say that that is a copyrighted idea now. (laughs) Nobody steal it. Um, But also, if you do, I want it. Um, Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that there's so many... The great... Okay, Mm -hmm. so... Yes. Uh, One thing I'll also say is that they're good for any time of day. Like, they're great for a a daytime baby shower or something, right? Like a morning get-together, a brunch. A a mini quiche, in a lot of ways, is like a little black dress because it can go from day to night. (laughs) So truer words have never been spoken. (laughs) There's so many varieties. Whole Foods Mm -hmm. sells a 15-pack variety pack of mini quiche. Oh, hey now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are all only cheese-based, which is great. Mm. I did not have to share. It's not like I had to, like, schluff some off to a friend because they had meat and the dairy. Right. So I was like, ugh, shout out Whole Foods. Yes, they are very expensive because it is Whole Foods. Uh Uh-huh. But they really have a corner on that market. They really like, do. Like, you would think that Trader Joe's, in their infinite wisdom of tiny shareable appetizer food, mm-hmm. would have, like, an entire quiche, like... Wing. Yeah, like, wing, marketing wing, distribution wing, like, yeah. you would think, and yet they do not. Trader Joe's, while amazing, they let you down sometimes. Okay, don't. Let's not go down this path. I'm not shitting on Trader Joe's. I'm just I'm, saying that sometimes they betray you. <laughs> but... I mean, but in that way, Trader Joe's teaches us about ourselves and life. So true. Thank um, you, TJ's. In a way that Costco never will. Oh, Costco. Um, <laughs> and that is what I love about the mini quiche, is that in just that one app food, you can still have a culinary experience that is well-rounded. Well said. Thank you. I like that. The mini quiche is something I am obsessed with. That whole category, it is the epitome of the category of food that I just fucking love. But I think... The reason for the obsession is I'm not a, I'm a pretty introverted, socially awkward human, Mm -hmm. but I still love food's ability to bring people together. It always gives you something to talk about. It Mm -hmm. gives you something to do if you feel uncomfortable. And then you also get sustenance and it tastes good. Yeah. Um, But it's also usually a catalyst for being around people intentionally. Maybe that's what it is. It is lovely. it, 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 it. it is the the symptom of an intentional gathering. I love that. 
is what I is what yeah, I like about this small terrible food. It's not just I mean, obviously this whole episode is about the food, but these situations are not just about the food. They're just about like taking care of each other, making everyone feel welcome, yeah. making everyone feel taken care of. And that really is a beautiful thing. Um yeah. So I mean, I don't know. If you have any more questions, no, let I feel me like know. I feel like you were extremely thorough, Thank as you. is your way. Thank you so much. Uh, I expect no less. I did draw a Venn diagram. She did draw a Venn diagram. If um, no, I feel like I I knew this was an obsession of yours, but I appreciate all the specificity that you brought you. to the conversation. And I think because it is a category of food that is rather broad, you made it easy for me to understand very quickly the specifics of why you liked certain things. Yes. I feel satisfied. Good. In my description mm-hmm. of my obsession. You feel satisfied as if you've eaten... <sighs> Two to ten two to of ten these mini things quiche. you've been describing. Yeah, two to ten mini quiche. Yes. Should we move on to our segment? I think we should. Oh. What is our segment today? Okay, so our segment today is one you've heard in the past, and it's I'm Obsessed With You. Oh, this is my favorite segment. Such a good segment. <laughs> Not that we should play favorites. No. <laughs> the one person will describe another person's obsession not knowing very much about that obsession, Precisely. like trying to find out a way or trying to do the opposite of what we do in the episode, which is like work backwards and trying right. to explain why the other person is obsessed with something as opposed to them explaining it to you. Precisely. And I think the funny and fun thing about it is that we love each other and we know each other's obsessions and we support it. Yeah. But sometimes know absolutely nothing about them. Okay. So Renee. Oh, no. Uh the, this obsession is adjacent to a larger obsession that I will talk about in a future episode. It <sighs> feels like cheating, but okay. It's not cheating. No. So to lead into that future episode, I want you to describe for me why I am obsessed with Angela Lansbury. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm very obsessed with her. Angela Lansbury. Uh-huh. Who is she? Of, <laughs> of Murder, She Wrote fame. Uh-huh. Wait, that was right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Crushing it. (laughs) Great job, me. You sounded Um, so confident. Thank you. (sighs) She is an actress. Uh Uh-huh. And here are some facts about her (laughs) that I know a thousand percent to be true. Okay. She was born Mm -hmm. in the (laughs) 1940s, 30s. Am I going the wrong way? You're not going the wrong way. Twenties? She was born in 1925, so you were correct. I was correct on my third guess. Third guess. <laughs> okay, and the reason you love Angela Lansbury, mm-hmm. not Angela Bassett. No, who, I, I also love Angela right, Bassett. Um, is because you love Murder, She Wrote. Uh-huh. Which I just have some philosophical issues with, but we will talk about that in a later But Murder, She Wrote, interestingly, date. was not the first thing I saw her in. Oh, she was... Okay. Um, Angela. Our good friend Angie is dead? No. <laughs> she is very much alive. Okay. Sorry, Angela. That How was, dare That you? was offensive, and I don't know why my first guess was death when I should have just... I mean, like, to be fair, she's 93, so... I mean, yeah, she was born in the 20s. <laughs> she is... Field. Getting up there. Um, Angela... My deepest and most sincere apologies. Yeah, she's definitely listening. For <laughs> you were dead. We love and cherish you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Besides try and talk about like, wrote, what about her I'm obsessed with. Okay. She is a strong, independent woman. Uh-huh. She has... She is American? No. No. <laughs> she, is she British? Yes. Why so- do I think murder she wrote took place in like a tiny east coast village? It does. 
but, but she's, she's not. <laughs> I think she's American on the show, but she's not American. Oh, well, then that's why. Okay. That's why I thought Shall that. I just dive in? No, because I really want. Okay. I want to prove. Okay. It, it just feels like you're, you're, you're struggling a little bit. Was she? Oh. Uh-huh. Was she not an actress uh-huh. and then became an actress? Like no. she did something cool first? No. Okay. <laughs> She's been doing it a very long time. And that's why you love her. Since, since she was a teenager. Because she has consistently been working yep, in the business. True. She has, yeah. Which is impressive. Very impressive. Angela, I know so much about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Quinn. Uh, please just throw me a ladder down into okay, this great. hole Deep that hole. I have dug myself into. Really? You, you, at, at astonishing speed. Okay, okay. so Angela Lansbury... <laughs> Is from London. She's amazing. The first thing I ever saw her in was Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I have no fucking clue what that is. What? <laughs> Excuse me. Another witchy movie? Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> I clearly I have a I have a thing. I have a problem. Yeah, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, a classic film, 1971. Another thing that blended animation and live action really seamlessly, a la Mary Poppins. A la Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Hmm. It's a great film. We don't have time to get into it. But yeah, she's amazing. She's a triple threat. Singing, acting, dancing. She's done Broadway. She's done television. She's done film. She's done it all. I'm learning so much. She's the first person I ever wrote a fan letter to (gasps) when I was a wee little baby. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that and I didn't say it. It's okay. It's fine. Uh... She is incredible. She has a Kennedy Center Honors Lifetime Achievement Award. She's she's done a lot of philanthropy work. Good for you, girl. She, uh, she comes from a family of actors. She's been doing this forever. She's won five Tony Awards. Damn, Five girl. Tony Awards, Does no she less. have an EGOT? She does not have an EGOT. She, what does she, she have? She has an honorary Oscar. Okay. I don't know that she has – she has some Emmys. Oh, maybe she has EGOTed. Wait, what? Does it count <laughs> now if it's an honorary Oscar? Learning. Do you have but what to... does that mean? What does honorary Oscar mean? Like a Lifetime Achievement Award. Does that count? Mm, it's an EGOT. <laughs> it doesn't has. say that she's an EGOT on her Wikipedia page, so... so I get, but she has a Tony... Does she have a Grammy? Yeah, because it? she's oh. also the voice of Mrs. Potts and Beauty and the Beast, and that soundtrack won a <gasps> Grammy. Yeah, she's Mrs. Potts. I did not know You loved that. her and you didn't even know it. I. It's true. Beautiful voice. Tale as old as time. Beauty and the it, Beast. She coined that phrase. Well, well whoever she wrote that song it. did. Her voice coined it. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Yeah, and obviously the thing I love most about Angela Lansbury is Murder, She Wrote. Is Murder, Which she wrote. we will get into, and I am obsessed with it. Yes, And it will. is an amazing show. Which, I, we'll I can already, it. here's the thing. I can already foresee the Murder, She Wrote episode <laughs> turning into a very long episode about, mm, I'm not going to spoil it, but some issues. Some issues that I have with that genre of television. Okay, sure, fine. Oh, yes, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I you do. Wait. Okay, great. So um, I think we'll just wrap it up by saying, if you haven't seen Bedknobs and Broomsticks, what I haven't. the fuck have you been doing with your life? Well, other things. A lot of other things. Other things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. You should definitely check it out. And you should definitely check out Angela Lansbury and learn more about her because she's so cool. Has literally been doing this forever. She's a badass. Still working at 93. Quinn, you should write uh-huh. her another fan letter. Yeah. What's interesting is that I feel like Betty White is the like poster child, not child anymore, but poster mm-hmm. human for like keeping working and being old and still working. And like, where's the love for Angela? I honestly couldn't agree more. She wasn't as, I mean, she is pretty famous, but yeah. even like the, I would say maybe the thing she's most famous for in the United States is maybe Beauty and the Beast and Murder, She Wrote. And Murder, She Wrote, yeah. 
But not a lot of people now still know about Murder, mm. She Wrote, although okay. I did hear it referenced in a rap song once, and I almost died. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it in the episode. That's your teaser. That is your teaser. She's, she's loved by rap. Uh, anyway, loved by all, uh, and loved like I love Renee. The end. And like Renee loves mini quiche. Ooh, mini quiche. Everybody go buy some mini quiche right this minute. God bless you all. Thank quiches. you, and good night, good morning, and good afternoon. <laughs> This has been Your Next Obsession, locally produced in a very hot apartment in Los Angeles. We're your hosts, Quinn and Renee. Special thanks to Jono for our music, Dean for our graphics, and Quinn for editing. You're welcome. Let us know what you thought of this episode by leaving a comment, and don't forget to subscribe. For more information on us and the show, search Your Next Obsession Podcast on all the social medias and or send an email to yournextobsessionpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening! We're adorable. We're so cute! (laughs)